0: Hey friends, it's Candace Eisner back with you again with another episode. And this week I wanted to talk about revisiting our New Year's plans or our Frame Your Year. Welcome to Life Beyond the Massage Table, a podcast for massage therapists or really anyone who works in health and wellness. I'm here to help you take a look at your business and practice in new ways, to think outside the box, and to shift gears from the same old stuff that isn't helping you build the life and the business that you really want. Let's get started. Well, welcome to yet another week at Life Beyond the Massage Table. We are at episode 95, I think this one is. I should know by now. (laughs) So yeah, we've only got a few episodes left before the end of the year. I can't believe how the year has gone. So speaking of that, since the year is basically over, at this time of year, I always do a little bit of a reflection on, you know, how my own sort of New Year's resolution type things have gone. And what I tend to do, for those of you new to the podcast, is I do a framing word or something we call frame your year, which is the idea of choosing a word or a phrase to set the tone for your year. So like I just said, I've talked about this in past podcast episodes. You can go back and listen to those if you want. Just look for sort of the beginning or the end of a calendar year. So sort of um, if you look at sort of the beginning of 2018 or late 2017, I I definitely have one or two podcast episodes about this topic. But in short, the idea stems from giving yourself a framework for your year instead of just setting a goal like a normal, uh, typical New Year's resolution. And as well, when we set our business goals, well, they tend to be focused on money or numbers or like sort of like... Um, how do you, quantifiable achievements, like get new, get 10 new clients a month or earn double what I earned last year or um, expand my clinic to have three more practitioners, you know, those types of goals. And there's nothing wrong with those types of goals. I'm not saying those are bad and you need to throw them out. But since we're all about authenticity and focusing on what you really want for your life and your business and not just goal, not just, sorry, like numbers and money. Well, those goals don't really fit that, the goal of like having 10 more clients or earning double or whatever. So instead, what we do is we think about a word or a phrase that sets the tone for the year, that helps us bring things back to what we really want. Um, and by the way, just sort of a little hint to you, uh, the The next podcast episode up. I'm not sure if I'm going to release it in another week or it's going to be several weeks or what. What the schedule is going to be. Um, we're still uh, we're still working on that. But uh, anyway, um, I'm I'm talking about some books that I can recommend to you guys. And there's a book that specifically talks about sort of having words that set the tone for your your life or things that are important to you. So so just a little hint that's coming. Now, of course, you know back back to our framing word or New Year's resolution type idea. You can do this at any time of year. Like, it doesn't have to be in January. January, honestly, is an arbitrary point. Like, think about it. Think about it honestly. The calendar is something that we've set up sort of in society um, to say that, you know, um, so we all have like a framework to work from, right? Um, But it doesn't have to be January when you do this frame your year idea. It could be any time that works for you. It doesn't have to be in January, (laughs) Um, It just, I've been doing it the last few years as sort of a New Year's resolution. A lot of other people do it. So I encourage you guys to do the same thing. So all that said, let's talk a little bit about how my 2018 went and why, like, why am I doing this? Why would you care? Well, I'm hoping that by sharing my own experiences with you guys, by being authentic about how things went, it's going to help you out with your own business and your own journey to building the life and business that you want. Because, you know, that's what we're all about here. And that's why, again, you know, why my business is called Happy Little Biz. So let's talk about how my year went. Hopefully, you know, it'll help you guys out. My word of the year was possibility for 2018. And I'm just going to read to you like word for word what I said about that at the time. Um, For some of you, this would be, you know, maybe something familiar. Um, For the rest of you who are new to the podcast, maybe you've never heard this. But what I said at the time was, possibility is my word of the year for 2018. For me, it's all about being open to what life throws my way, whether it's a business opportunity, a personal opportunity, or a million dollars. Well, okay, that one, that last one probably isn't going to happen. Let's be real. But if you know someone with a spare million, maybe you can throw them my way. Ha, just kidding. But in all seriousness, in order to allow myself more freedom to explore possibilities in my life and business, I'm also getting things focused and streamlined so I'm not all over the place. Now you might be thinking hey, Candace, doesn't focus and streamlining make you less open to possibility? Well, in my case, no, it doesn't, because once I pare things down to a much more manageable set of tasks, products, and services, I think I'm going to have much more breathing room to allow that exploration into my life. So that's what I said about possibility at the beginning of the year. So let's talk about that. That's where I was hoping to take things. I had a tough year in 2017. Let's be real. And I want to just turn things around in a way that would help me take control and allow me to explore what would be next rather than kind of doing the same old, same old, because that wasn't helping me. So I'm going to talk about this. I'm going to review it with the stop, start, continue model. Um, have you ever, guys ever done one of those exercises? Um, I find it helpful personally when giving someone feedback or when I'm looking at things in my own life to give myself feedback where I can see what I personally need to stop doing, start doing, and continue doing in my life. So over the past year, thinking about, being open to possibility, how did that go? Stop start continue Well first off let's let's talk about stop. I stopped trying to do all the things. At the end of last year let me this is just some of the stuff I was doing okay I was taking on client website work. I was doing coaching work. I had an online course, an email newsletter, a blog, Instagram, Facebook, this podcast and probably things I've forgotten. Um, plus of course, like all the other things you have to do to run your business, right? Like answering emails and doing your accounting. And I mean, you guys know what that to-do list looks like. I don't need to name it off for you. So of course I was overwhelmed. So over the course of this year, I stopped some of those things. I didn't stop at all because like, why would I do that? (laughs) Unless I was stopping the business, which would be fine if that's what it had to be. But that's not, that's not what I'm here to say. So what did I stop? Well, I wasn't getting a lot of value from posting on Facebook. And I don't think you guys are, maybe none of you are on, maybe all of you are going like you have Facebook. Yeah. I don't think the people who were following me on Facebook were getting a lot of value out of it. So I stopped worrying about it. And I focused on Instagram where I've got a more engaged audience and I'm meeting people through Instagram. And it's been a better medium for me than Facebook. And I also stopped updating my blog and sending my email newsletter. Now, this is not permanent. It's just what I needed to do over the last, I don't know, eight months, I think seven months, something like that. I can't remember when I pulled the plug on the newsletter and the blog. Um, Like I said, I said for sure I'm pulling the plug on these for now. I think it was April. Might have been April. Might have been a little earlier than that. Regardless, that's what I decided to do. Um... It's just what I needed to do to focus on other things, and I will bring those back into the fold eventually. I just haven't decided how. So by the way, if you're on my email newsletter list and you haven't heard from me for a while, I apologize. When I do start it back up, the first thing I will do is give people the option to unsubscribe or give me feedback on what they'd like to hear, by the way. So um, don't think that, you know, if you've subscribed, that, you know, you're going to hear from me all of a sudden, weirdly, like, a year from now when you haven't gotten an email from me ever at all. And that's just weird. So anyway, we're going down a rabbit hole with that topic. So all's to say, I will bring the blog and the email newsletter back into the fold eventually. I just needed some time to not be thinking about them and focus on some other things. The other thing I stopped was selling my e-course on building your own website. Now, this one wasn't because I felt that that was the best course of action for me in sort of more of like a personal way or like how I was feeling about my business or anything. It wasn't that. It wasn't because I really wanted to. It's because there were outside factors at play that I just decided, you know what, I'm just going to wait and see how this plays out before I make any final decisions on what I'm doing with the e-course. So the first was that WordPress and like, as I record this, I think it's about to happen any day now. WordPress is about to make major changes, like really big changes. And I want to see how that plays out before I'm diving in and updating my course content, because who knows? God knows I don't want to record a bunch of new videos and walkthroughs only to have WordPress literally change everything the next day. Like nobody wants that. That sucks to have to completely update your course content because the old course content isn't so useful anymore. So yeah, WordPress is about to um, make some major changes, like I just said, and it's WordPress that we're using in my Build Your Own website e-course. Therefore, I'm just waiting to see how that plays out. Um, There's still some question in the WordPress community about how that's going to play out. So yeah, we're waiting on that. And the second reason is the College of Massage Therapists here in Ontario, which is the regulating body, and it's also who a lot of my customers and clients are, um, not everybody, you know, I certainly have people who work in other careers in health and wellness. Um, but, uh, the College of Massage Therapists anyway, here in Ontario is making a huge change to their continuing education units program there. And, uh, a lot of the people who are buying my course, um, were doing it. Yeah, they were doing it because they wanted to build a website, but they were also doing it in order to, uh, get continuing education units, So now that the program has changed and, you know, this was announced, I can't remember what month this was announced, but it was announced much earlier this year. Um, And because of those changes, I decided, you know what, I want to see how this plays out before I make changes to my course and its marketing materials. So yeah, those two things combined made me go, you know what, let's pause the e-course for a while, see what happens. And then I can decide what I want to do with it, whether I want to like re-release it to the public or what I want to do. However, I haven't completely abandoned the e-course. Let's, let's be real. At least right now, that is not my plan. So if you were thinking of buying it in the future, or if you're interested now that you're hearing that I have this course about how to build your own website, given that I am a web designer and can teach those things competently to help and those professionals, at least I think I can, um, you know, it's not completely off the table. I simply saw that for 2018, the best course of action was for me to put it on the back burner and stop trying to update it and stop trying to do anything with it. So that was my list of stuff that I allowed to stop being possible in the year in order for me to move forward. Well, let's talk about what I started doing in order to move forward. Well, I started being more intentional with what I was doing. (laughs) I started a big rebrand on my website, and that was a huge catalyst for lots of things over this year. And I also started looking at other opportunities that came my way. So previously, I was really strict about my boundaries, and I do talk about that a lot. You know, it is important to be strict with your boundaries and look at, you know, whether or not a client is a good fit or whether this is really something that you want to invite into your life. And before I was pretty, st- I was so strict, I was saying, if you didn't, if I didn't immediately see that something was a great course of action, I'd say no, or I dodge the question. Does that sound familiar to any of you? Have you guys done that in your own lives? I find that often we do it because we're feeling too busy or feeling overwhelmed and we're not really sure what to do. But for me, it wasn't just that I was trying to be authentic about like who my best clients were. I was actually shutting out some great ideas because I was too scared or too overwhelmed to even try to explore them and make them happen. So anyway, I was actually offered several different um, possibilities this past year and being open to possibilities let me really think about them instead of just knee-jerk reaction and saying no right away. So I won't say what those were, since some of them I ended up turning down and I like, I don't want to talk about the specifics of that just because I don't think that will be helpful to you guys. Like who cares that I was like invited to speak at one thing and da 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 dah, like you don't care about that. <laughs> but I turned these things down. This is what you probably do care about. I turned them down because they really weren't right for me at the time or in general, but I actually took the step back to examine the possibility rather than going from that knee jerk reaction. So that was something I started doing that was really helpful for me and I can recommend it to you guys too. And one big thing I started doing over the past year that I know kind of threw some of you for a loop was I started a certificate in fundraising. So what does that have to do with health and wellness? Well, not a lot and yet a lot, because for me, what's always been most important to me is helping others and making a difference. And that's probably sound rings true for a lot of you. A lot of you. That's why you're in a helping profession, right? Because you want to help others. I realized that my skills, I can use them to help charities and nonprofits. So, getting more education on fundraising would give me another tool in my tool belt to offer them. You know, and this was a scary idea. Don't don't get me wrong. It's not like going, oh, I'm just gonna take a fundraising management certificate. Done. You know, it was it was a scary idea. I had to really think it through. Um, I've been really focused on healthcare and wellness careers for over 15 years. It's been a long time, you guys. But being open allowed me to explore the possibility of doing this as my career, you know, fundraising or working with nonprofits. And I don't know exactly where that's going to take me, but I'm exploring that possibility too. So again, you know, this was a start. I started the fundraising management certificate and I started being open to that possibility. And another thing I started doing is allowing myself to have more downtime. Now, As a solo business owner, like all of you guys, or at least most of you listening, I sometimes feel like if I'm not working in some capacity, whether it's directly with clients or just doing something for my business, I'm not being productive. And this is reinforced by our societal kind of push, and also the city I live in, Toronto. Oh my gosh! Like Toronto has good qualities. Don't get me wrong. I'm not gonna poo on Toronto here, but it's very much a go go go, everybody hustling all the time kind of environment. That's really what the city's about. You can, t- if you're sensitive to energy, you will notice it is that kind of like high, like high energy. Everybody push push push, get it all done kind of place. But that's not the kind of vibe I like to buy into. I'm not saying we shouldn't be productive in our lives. I'm just saying, like, hustling all the time isn't going to get you where you want in your life, you know? Like, if you were on, I mean, this this is a hard example for some people. But think about it. If you were on your deathbed, what would be most important to you? Where you go, oh, I'm so glad I spent all that time hustling to make my career work. Like, Probably not. You're going to be thinking about like, did I, you know, who were my loved ones? Did I spend enough time with them? You know, Um, did I, you know, support causes that matter or whatever, you know, is important to you in your life. So that's the thing. It's easy to get sucked into this hustle, hustle, I need to be productive all the time mindset. And I was seeing my friends and peers doing that. And so I felt like I was being unproductive whenever I wasn't actually working. You know, it's one thing to work hard on your career. That is fine. I'm not saying don't work hard. But it's another thing to do only that, pretty much. Because, you know, you feel like you have to. You feel like you're going to be a failure or you feel like you're going to be a fraud or you have feelings of inadequacy or whatever. So... I started trying to be okay with taking more downtime, having hours that were mine and only mine. I didn't have like a tab open where I was checking my email or I didn't have a tab open where I was just, you know, poking at somebody's website or my own website or a blog post, you know, just like, you know, a little bit of work here on the side while I'm watching a YouTube video. No, no, no. I started being more strict with that stuff. And if you're in this pattern where you feel like you always need to be working, you always kind of have like work, like by your side all the time, maybe you need to think about that too. Maybe you need to start giving yourself more downtime and being more real with yourself. So now that we've talked about stop and start, let's talk about continue. What did being open to possibilities allow me to continue doing? Well, there's one really big thing. And maybe it's obvious to some of you, but it's this podcast. So Thanks to all of you who are supporters, we are now at almost 35,000 downloads, which is up from 10,000, actually, it was slightly under 10,000 at the end of last year. And we've been at this podcast for two and a half years, you guys. I can't believe it. Like, we started in July of 2016. I just did it as an experiment. I wasn't really sure where it was going to go. But yeah, over the first year and a half, we had about 10,000 downloads. And now over the last year, I've had more than double that. We're we're now up to almost 35,000, like I said. It'd be interesting to see where we head next. I'm excited for that. I've also had a lot of great feedback from you guys. Great comments, nice emails, stories written about the podcast on people's blogs. You know, it's been a good year for the podcast And I allowed that to continue. I explored the possibilities and, you know, things are things are going pretty good. Um, So I really thank all you guys for your support. Um, I thank you for listening. I thank you for throwing podcast topics my way. I thank you for sending me positive vibes, positive emails, DMing me on Instagram, you know, with uh, positive comments, all that stuff. So thank you. So that's really the big thing that allowed me to continue. Obviously, there's other things that allowed me, you know, being open to possibility allowed me to continue. Um, Having a business in general, working with clients, all those things. But really, the biggest thing for me was the podcast. And that's why I'm mentioning it. So is there something in your life that you've been, you know, you need to stop or you need to start or you need to continue doing? Um, Is there something in your life that... Um, being open to possibility would help you move through. And, you know, uh, hopefully this little chat about my own, you know, life and my own um, framing word of the year and how I worked with that it was helpful to you guys. I, I really, I really do hope that it is. So, yeah, that's, that's it for this week. Let me wrap this up. Um, we've got five more episodes until we hit Magic 100. I can't believe that. So, I hope things in your business have been going well. I hope uh, you know you, I've inspired you to start working on that more. And I will be back with you really soon with yet another podcast episode as we work towards 100. Take care, you guys. Thank you so much for listening, you guys. I really do appreciate your time and your efforts. The times that you guys contact me with ideas for the podcast or comments about episodes or ratings and reviews, all of that. I really love it. I read all of it. I do really appreciate you guys. Um, By the way, if you would like to leave me a formal review, of course I would really appreciate that. Head on over to iTunes, find my podcast, so Life Beyond the Massage Table, click on ratings and reviews and then just give me a rating and a review. Five stars, of course, and a glowing review. I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. You know, let me know what you really think, but I do appreciate five stars as well. Let's be real here. Now, for you guys that might be new to the podcast, let me briefly introduce myself here. My name is Candace Eisner, and I am a former massage therapist in the province of Ontario, and I've also worked in various other health and wellness careers. So I've got a pretty good view of what it's like to do what you guys do. My mission right now is to help those in health, wellness, and fitness careers build strong businesses because I really believe to my core that taking care of others has to start with taking care of you. So that's what this podcast is all about, is helping you build a business that really matches who you are and what you value and what's important to you so that you feel happy when you go to work each day. You feel like this career is the right one for you, that everything just works so much better for your life. Now before I finish off and let you guys get about, you know, go about your day, I will mention where you can find me on social media if you would like to. The main place you can interact with me if you'd like to just chat or see what I'm posting about or, you know, get on my newsletter list or any of that kind of stuff. Find me on Instagram, um, Happy Little Biz is my username, or of course, you can head over to my web- website, happylittlebiz.com and there's links to all that stuff there. All right, that's it. Enjoy the rest of your day and I'll be back at you soon.